Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. You know, we've had the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline and the Ashley Fine Floors text line for the last six years on this show. And that's where we're going to go. The Don has texted us to say, Bob, Brendan, and Reed, without sounding too critical, the Oilers are completely just uh, disjointed. They have abandoned team structure and everybody's trying to do it all themselves. Last night, the Oilers had four men below the ozone red line a couple of times. They've forgotten about basic breakout plays that they learned in Bantam Hockey. Woodcroft doesn't have adverse NHL experience, but don't fire Woodcroft. Last night's game might be the first sign of recovery. They worked hard. They scored a couple of goals, a few positives. That one comes to us from the dawn. Woodcroft doesn't have adverse uh, experiences as an NHL head coaching. So what he's saying is he hasn't had a lot of struggles. We're going to bring aboard Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports in the City Ford Face-Off show and Overtime Open Line. Of course, Brendan Escott back in the studio. Hello, Reed. How are you doing? Doing great, Bob. Thanks for having me. Uh, good. What was the mood like post-game last night on the Overtime Open Line show? I think there's still a lot of confusion, befuddlement, shock over the Oilers' poor record. I think that remains... And there's certainly getting to be more fire this guy, fire this guy, this guy's a failure. I think we're getting a little more of that than we did earlier in the season. Having said that, Bob, even on a night we get a lot of calls, still most fans don't call. So <laughs> I, I hate to take a few people as the mood of the entire fan base. Uh, but I, again, still a lot of confusion, maybe with a little more anger and hopelessness mixed in. All right, so what's your take? What's your perspective on what's going on right now? What's the word Don used? The Don just used? Uh, Ad, not the adverse part of it. The, did he say disjointed? Yes. I think that might be part of it. I, I know I said to Rob after one of the games this year that they looked like they were in a f- bit of a fog. I, you know, it's. I'm trying to look at it. As as objectively as possible, because it definitely is shocking. Like the the record is is downright shocking. I think five and six would have been a little disconcerting, but they're they're two nine and one, or I guess five and seven, whatever many games they're up to now. Yeah. Um, I I guess if I if I try to be optimistic, and and quite frankly, I I don't think I have been the last two or three weeks. If you look at the last five games, I I would like to argue they. 
probably would be three and two under most circumstances. Yep. But they they clearly just don't feel like they can score or, or are really just feeling challenged to score. Um, I think they're forcing some plays on the power play. I would like to see them just simplify it. Me and too. Get it to Bush and let him fire away. And if it hits somebody on the way, fine. Go track it down and start over. Um, I mean, to be fair, I know the first period maybe wasn't great last night. I know everybody wanted them to come out and do what they did to Vancouver in the first 11 minutes on Monday. But they did start to take the game over in the second period, and they did completely dominate the third. So I'm hoping, the optimistic side of me is hoping that they're due for a breakthrough. Even though teams yeah. are playing desperate against them and blocking a ton of shots, they're still giving up a ton, a ton of shots. I mean, they've had over 90 shot attempts, what, twice in the last four games? So yeah. the, the optimistic side of me is saying eventually they're going to come up against a goalie that has a bad night or a team that is, can't play as quite as committed and the pucks will start to go in. The pessimistic side of me says this is a legitimate hole that they're in. This is still needing 90 points in 70 games to in the remaining 70 games to make the playoffs. Again, I'm using 95 as a threshold. It, yes, it might be lower, but I think 95 is a safe total. And what worries me is the exhaustion that could set in at some point, even if you start playing well. That I mean, let's say they won their next seven games. And then went two, three, and one in their next six. That would be a huge setback. Whereas usually, if you're playing well and you get five, yeah. you know, five out of twelve points in a stretch, okay, it doesn't kill you. So that, that's what like this. They're they're not out of it. I know, like we had a couple callers last night say the season is over. You know, bench don't don't play Connor Brown. Don't put him against the cap. You know, you give up on star players and trade some away. I'm I'm certainly not there. But this is going to be a basically season-long climb now to get into a playoff spot because I, I don't think first or second in the division is realistic at this yeah, point. Yeah, Reed, I, I'll be honest with you. Uh, what's the old saying? Imitation is the best part of flattery. I stole your uh, tweet last night on the shot percentage totals over the last four games. If you factor in what Edmonton's done against Calgary, I'm with you. They should be three and two in the last five. They probably should be six and six overall. Brendan Escott's at the 630 Chad Studios as well. Brendan, from your perspective, do you think the Oilers can sustain what they had in the third period against San Jose, the 17 to four shot differential and over 90 shot attempts during the course of the game? Or, you know, the team is disjointed at times. It doesn't seem that they've been able to sustain anything all season long. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Well, I mean, I think they've proven over the last several games they have been able to sustain a, a heavy shot pace. And for whatever reason, every single time out, they're getting the best effort from the opposing team's goaltender, defense, whatever the case may be. And apparently when Edmonton's not firing on all cylinders and it doesn't really look like it's firing on any cylinders right now, um, they're just not able to score at a pace that's that's keeping this afloat. So it's, it's pretty disappointing to me for a lot of reasons. I didn't like how quickly they went back to uh, the the nuclear option, so to say, with uh, McDavid and Dreisaitl again last night. But as you said in the intermission, Bob, it, the, the nothing happened in the first period with McLeod up there. And that was one of yeah. the things I was looking at in the pregame. How are those two players going to respond to that elevated role? They should have been shot out of a cannon and they were shot, shot out of a squirt gun instead. It was, it was di- really disappointing to watch. Yeah, I think Holloway had a significant regression from the game against Vancouver where he was really good. And McLeod had nothing going with Connor. This text comes in saying, Bob, why don't they just shut Connor down? He's making as many negative plays as positive ones. He won't challenge with the speed, won't shoot, and he's fumbling the puck. He's clearly hurt. And at what point do you need to break up the core? This will be four coaches with these guys in their prime. They can't take the easy route and fire Woodcroft. I guess he's saying McDavid, Drysaddle, Nugent Hopkins, and um, Darnell Nurse. You know, I I don't believe in replacing coach after coach. I had a couple coaches reach out today, and they're like, here we go again with you guys. Uh, That said, you know, you got to get some positive results. Try telling Connor McDavid you're shutting him down. Like, that's not going to... And I do think he's still attacking and beating guys with speed. He just doesn't... Like, they haven't... They, they need... You know what it is, Brendan? They, you talk about puck luck and people, ah, oh, you're in your puck luck. Hockey's of the major four professional sports is the one with the greatest degree of luck. They, like, take a look at that second San Jose goal. When's the last time the orders... And, and you could say, well, wait a sec. Uh, it was bowling for do- dollars on Demko. And, and, but that was partially a four check created by Holloway in that, on that second goal that made it 3 2 in Vancouver. When's the last time the owners pinballed and got a freebie and goal? That comes with the territory. Do you think it's just, can it be a situation where it just starts get going and it just turns? They have so many shot attempts on a game-to-game basis that you would think if they can find a way to get more of them through, then more of those bounces are likely to end up in a dangerous spot. I mean, I think it's Sam Gagne's goal. You just drove the net. The puck, it, well, it might not even have been sitting there to be had, but he found a way to get to it, poke it in the net, and controversial as it may have been, it stood. You know, so if that's the kind of goal you're going to have to get, then fine. But it starts with throwing the puck in that direction, and especially on the power play, we see them so hesitant. You talked about uh, you know them not finding a way to, to finish or, or what have you. I mean, the, the one thing for me that stood out, maybe more so than anything in that game, was Ryan McLeod, who ended up drawing the penalty on that play. But Ryan McLeod is someone I think of as like one of the fastest players on this team, and he was unable to separate with a pretty clear lane to the net. You know, So I don't know if that's a determination. Against the forward. Thing. Against the forward. Exactly. Like, what is missing from this picture, right? It just seems like there's too many of these uh, instances over the course of each game. Bob, All right, Reed. what do you got coming up on Inside Sports tonight? Can I just quickly say something about McDavid? I know you got other stuff. 
I mean, I know he says he's healthy. It, it, I agree, though. It does look like something's wrong, but he's not missing a practice. I mean, don't sometimes play. I mean, I know Mario's yes. an extreme, but he just didn't practice. So he could he could play. I mean, so I, I just don't like a lot of things with this team. It's confusing. Like you would think if, okay, man, just, just play. If you want to play, just play, but don't practice. So he's he a tough, he's a, you know well, what? I'm not, I'm not, I don't mean to question toughness or no, drive. No, 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 no. That's the, no, no, yeah. I know you're not. I'm saying that's who he is. Like you wouldn't even know. Like he, well, this is what I know about Connor. He will never sewer a teammate. So if you're trying to get Connor or Leon to sewer their goaltender, you're going to get drilled right back in the face if you're a media guy, okay? That's number one. Number two, they're the two toughest guys on the team. And when I mean toughest, I mean Jason Smith tough. They can play, you know, Leon Dreisaitl played with a broken ankle against Calgary in the playoffs in Colorado. Connor McDavid has come back early from every injury he's ever had. They're tough. Those are a couple of things I know about those guys. And what's happening right now is killing them the most. Like, Connor's not going to have a cheery disposition. This is killing him. It's it's suck. You know what? It These guys have real pride. Sorry, Reed, I cut no, you. No, that's okay. Oh, no, I, fair comment. Uh, yeah, we'll talk more Oilers, Bob. Keep people updated on the uh, NHL scores. And the Oil Kings have a game that starts at 7, at seven as well. Ed Ilnicki is on the show, Bob. I want right. to get his perspective of what's going on with the Bears. I'd love it if the Golden Bears win tomorrow. Thanks, Reed. See you. All right, uh, that is Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports. We are going to tell you Royal Pizza, Pizza Pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated 50-plus years. Get their new Canadian club sandwich with chicken, ham, bacon, ranch, lettuce, and tomato. Visit royalpizza.ca. Stop recommendation, Mediterranean chicken. Back with the orders now. Prospect report for Reface Magic in this day in Oilers history. It is 648 at Edmonton. You're listening to Oilers Now. Let's go to the orders now. Prospect report brought to you by Reface Magic. Save money on your kitchen renovation. Don't replace Reface back in the 630 Jet Studios. Here's Brendan. All right. Bo Akey is up to uh, three goals, five assists in uh, 13 games. So not too bad down there in the Barry Colts uh, pro- system. And uh, Ottawa 67's uh, right winger Brady Stonehouse, nine points in his 13 OHL games. The uh, Bakersfield Condors in action again later this weekend. They have uh, been led by a couple of guys that, of course, are now up with uh, this team's. Oh, not too much prospect-wise down there, Bob. Four points uh, for in seven games for Xavier Borgo. Yeah, uh, Brady Stonehouse will be invited, I believe, to Team Canada, or already has been invited to the, uh, the potential selection camp. I don't know if Aki's going to be. This day in Oilers history now for New West Travel. Join uh, the three-night Montreal roadie. Last call, private suite, Oilers and the Habs in January. Visit newwesttravel.com. Here's Brendan. 1995, Oilers opening the scoring with a shorthanded goal from Captain Kelly Bachberger. Battle to a 4-4 tie after 60 minutes against the Lightning at the Thunderdome in Tampa Bay. And then 234 into overtime, Jason Arnott beat De- uh, Derek Wilkinson in the Bolts net for a uh, 5-4 win in that one. Alright, uh, tomorrow we got the Oilers and the Kraken live from Climate Pledge Arena 630 face-off show with Reed Wilkins and Rob Brown and Jack Michaels and Cam Moon, myself and Brendan. And an 8pm puck drop. Up next, the global news weather traffic update uh, with uh, Thomas Dias, followed by Inside Sports 
with Reed Wilkins. Uh, back at you tomorrow night, and we'll have a uh, Oilers now on Monday, beginning at 3.30, when the Oilers take on the New York Islanders, 6.30 that night. So long, everybody.